listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical douches in your bushes. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? The back of the club, sipping my wet is where you'll find me. The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Mad question asking, blunt passing, music <laughs> blasting. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house. Yes, because one of these honeys Biggie gots to creep with. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn you up now. You're talking quiet oh, back there. I don't know. My bad. How's sound now? Yeah, you better now. I don't, okay. I'm freaking out about the audio now that we had some issues coming in. <laughs> oh, my bad. On the very last precast, a very special episode of Blackout Tips. I know. Real, real special. We we have a a, a wonderful guest whose precast is doing just <laughs> like he says his future career will be dying. <laughs> and I wanted to introduce a guest since this is the last precast. Oh. Cookie. What's going on, Cookie? Hey, sweetie. How was Father's Day? How was Father's Day, Cookie? Who's that? No? Okay. Shy, uh, camera shy. Blah. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, woman. How was Father's Day, Cookie? I know she was uh she was happy enough did she get you anything um no <laughs> i think pretty rude like most children <laughs> yeah she made me a uh, macaroni uh a macaroni necklace oh that's nice man yeah <laughs> <laughs> how was there, your father's day though like uh you know did you go see your dad and stuff uh, yeah yeah i saw my dad i was on the first shift at the nursing home so i went in um he was good because he's you know he's 84 and it's like some days are good some days are bad so fortunately right. it was a good day oh good because um, i used to joke i would i would go to my with my dad to ihop uh which i yeah there are certain things i never associated with black or white mm-hmm. until i get out into the world i'm like oh i guess everybody's black at this ihop and then i go to another ihop i'm like oh i guess it's all black here too mm-hmm. and i'm like that was never an intentional thing, but then I just started joking a few years ago. I'd be like, it's hashtag Black, Black Father's Day, and I'd just be at IHOP eating pancakes with my dad. Aww. Yeah, uh, we, we went to IHOP uh, with my friend uh, Saturday, and there was tons of black people up in there. Tons. So I do feel like it, it's, it's definitely a thing. It's weird that it's a thing. It's one of those things that I, I you know, and I've, this is a joke I've made, but I was like, my mom was always buying me grape soda as a kid. <laughs> and then like i grow up and i'm in my 20s and i learn that that's that's a like stereotype mm-hmm. and i'm like how did that happen did my mom know was it just divine inspiration yeah grape, grape soda is is greatness she was profi- yeah. she was profiling you man she was ah she's she like what are they uh, uh grape i think but uh, ihop ihop's the best that's uh i love ihop yeah it does the thing about ihop is it costs nothing yeah like and it's, but it's not like denny's like denny's right. is to me a big bag of shit it's terrible they're like yeah. here's denny's it's only four dollars yeah but i'm getting 10 cents worth of value so i'm still getting ripped off yeah, yeah. denny's is like they just microwaved it and brought it out to you <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. yeah because yeah, we went out to ihop and i think everybody ate and the bill wasn't that expensive I, right. I, I thought we was gonna be paying some i was like that's that's it oh yeah. so delicious okay that that's a boring start to the podcast i'm sorry no <laughs> no, no I, I did want to know how it was going this is our yeah. last recast we can do whatever we want to man oh, okay right. yeah but it was good it was uh he was he was in an all right all right mood that's good um to hear. one of his nurses was was asking if i was married oh okay mm-hmm. i know and i was like we got to keep this business like 
ease up off me lady hello nurse. i'm celebrating father's day not trying to become one <laughs> um, and did you uh speaking of which um happy father's day uh to lebron james mm-hmm. oh he fathered the shit out of steph curry <laughs> <laughs> oh man the finals were so good last night man it was yes. uh it was everything i ever dreamed of mm-hmm. but um, let me tell you i know you guys do you know your separate game of thrones and this will be you know mm-hmm. th- that i think was the best episode of game of thrones ever mm-hmm. i can hear that i can see and that it was a perfect halftime show because I knew you guys would be going like live tweeting it. So I just went along with you mm-hmm. and uh, kind of used it as an extended halftime show. I think if they were smart, HBO should have just been like, let's make this the halftime show. <laughs> just do a longer <laughs> halftime, like the Super Bowl. Right. But I found myself, I was tense in the first half of the basketball game. Mm-hmm. And I felt myself even more tense during Game of Thrones. And yeah. then it transitioned nicely into like the fourth quarter of the finals game. It was like, that was a great kind of three hours of entertainment. What a, night. what a great night. You know what I mean? Oh. The only way they could have been better is if they would have waited to air part five of OJ Simpson's, right. uh, thing, oh, yes! like, like at seven o'clock that or what, six o'clock that day. So you get OJ's finale leading right into the finals. Yes. Halftime Game of Thrones fourth uh, quarter like that's the only way that could have been better yeah oh. that was incredible um oh, oh go ahead can we oh say? yeah uh uh you know what this means it's the summer of lebron with my music oh okay um can we all right look can we can we start the show with the uh with the info first or just, okay we can start show with the info. i will i will play some summer of Brian music uh i feel like we need it i need to update that whole list though it's, okay. it's 2016 now and uh summer of Brian is kind of a little bit old guys um but give me a second first of okay. all jl covan uh you can find him on twitter at, at jl covan mm-hmm. uh you can also uh go to his website jl.com uh and uh you have a show coming out um your your album taping yes yes uh this friday right yes uh so it's this friday in new york city at the standing room 8 p.m., 10 p.m. Some of your, some of your people, some of your fans already bought uh, tickets on the last appearance I was at. So I said, let me, you were nice enough to offer me another shot just to make one more pitch to the people. Mm -hmm. Uh, tickets are only 10 bucks and it's two shows, um, eight and 10. So if you work late, you can get the 10. If you, or if you want to get out of town and go see the eight, uh, but it's, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping obviously pack the place. And I was joking, Brandon Collins is on my podcast tomorrow. And basically you're going to, I think you're going to, it's going to be one of those, I hate JL episodes because mm-hmm. we talk all OJ Simpson and I play devil's advocate basically with OJ, okay, Mark Furman and Marsha Clark. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty, that is pretty hateable. Did and you at least remember I, the recorded moment of Dane? That's the only thing. Oh, I well, no, no, no. I have to do, I know to do a moment of Dane because I need some, 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 some good good points in my favor before the episode goes on but what i realized is during the episode i said to brandon i said when i was watching oj you know at, when he gets acquitted and how he just needs the black church because he's like these these people don't, will, will welcome me they'll be my friends 
I was like, that's like my comedy career and the black guy who tipped. <laughs> I am like, I am at the podcast church testifying right now. Putting on that dashiki. The industry, the industry has rejected me, but Rod's fans have been like family. Show up Friday and help JL put on that dashiki, y'all. Yeah, you know you want to. Yeah. And if we was closer, we would be there, but we're just too far away. JL's like, I'm not black, I'm JL. <laughs> And we would still love you. Uh, <laughs> that's I hope Randy. My, my problem is the opposite of OJ. <laughs> my, my thing would be like, I'm not white. I'm half black. <laughs> <laughs> so please stop using racial slurs around me. I'm, I hope Brandon Collins is on the show going, JL, you are breaking the rules of God. Violating the rules of Comedy Central. <laughs> you are breaking the laws of god i was like why is this dude talking like that and then in the preview they make it seem like that's such an important pivotal line right but then when you watch it he's talking about cheating on his white wife he's like that's all the shit oj did and that's the one where you're like you're breaking yeah, the like, rules like, technically he's right like before oj becomes a murderer he's like you're cheating on your wife man you're breaking those sacred <laughs> vows but like i mean you hear that in a trailer you're like man he must know he did it right <laughs> He must have told him that after he killed them people. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, that's not even the word. That's like, OJ, the recycling goes in the blue bin. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, peanut butter before jelly. You are breaking the laws of God. Yeah, that, that dude was uh, pretty good. Um, at any rate, uh, make sure you go check out JL, man. And where do they need to go to get tickets? Um, they can either go to my homepage, JL Comedy. It's like the first thing that pops up on the home screen. Or they can go to standingroomlic.com. Uh, but like I said, they're only 10 bucks. Chris Lamberth, obviously a friend of the show as well, is, uh, is opening for me. So it's a full, it's a full, even if, what are the odds that, uh, that fans of yours in New York don't like either one of us? Mm -hmm. So if they don't like me, they're probably a Chris fan. Mm -hmm. You know? And if they, they could like us both, obviously. I'm just saying if, if <laughs> what are the chances, what are the chances they like neither of us? I like that jail's, jail's telephone is like, okay, it can't all the way suck. All right. So right, like, like, if you hate me, you still should come support Chris. <laughs> right. You have a 50 50 chance. <laughs> Uh, like, you'll but, love Chris. Nah, but we've seen both of those guys. We've seen yes. both of you guys in, in and person. They're and hilarious. Yeah, man. Like, laugh the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, make sure you guys get out there and support because, like I said, in addition to, you know, supporting and helping out, you know, the people, friends of the podcast, it's also a damn good, uh, expenditure of 10 bucks. Like, I'm trying to tell you, can, you. you can justify the fuck out of that 10 bucks. You won't regret that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like going to see, uh, X-Men first class or X-Men, uh, Apocalypse or, um, <laughs> batman versus superman or whatever you spent more than 10 bucks on this yeah, exactly. year exactly that's more that's 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 you know if you're in new york that's that's a 15 dollar per ticket experience exactly so make sure you guys get out there and do that man uh I mean, the only thing else i have coming up uh, in in the next couple months is uh i mean next couple of weeks is i'm at the albany funny bone uh june 30th to july 3rd so if, if there are any fans out there in the albany area there i'll be go. i'll be i'll be there albany new york make sure y'all get out there man uh all right we're also the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher and stuff leave us five star reviews we read them on the show when we do our feedback show 
the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is day 551 that bobby schmurter has been locked up in jail um free bobby and this podcast is sponsored it's actually brought to you by adamandeve.com that's right oh wait i was supposed to play sexy music uh i don't know what do i got here uh how about this um yes yes you know how i turn the volume back down all right there we go you know it's the one that got away or whatever all right so adam and eve is trying to hook your sexy ass up with some sexy ass stuff all you got to do is head on over to adamandeve.com and buy one item that's it you get 50 percent off of that one item that should be enough to get you to do it by yourself but let's say that's not enough you can also get three free adult dvds plus a free exclusive gift called the clip bumper it's like uh draymond green except for clits and it'll uh except it gives you pleasure okay guys um it's basically like a cock ring that vibrates and it helps out uh both of you guys um and if you're uh anatomically different i say uh put it on a finger do what you gotta do okay you get in there and you satisfy that person uh also uh get free shipping right i mean that's crazy all you gotta do to get this is just put in code tbgwt when you go check out at adamandeve.com and it won't be too late for you you can salvage your whole marriage and stuff adamandeve.com is out here saving people's families because uh one clip bumper at a time is what i say so make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com put in code tbgwt and uh get your discount play me out fonte I don't know why we put ourselves through unnecessary stress and pain, then get inebriated. Just so we can try to soothe and alleviate it. But when we got a good thing, can't appreciate it. All right. Um, <clears throat> now let's get into just some regular ass talking, guys, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, JL, um, have you heard that Chadwick Boseman is going to be playing um, Thurgood Marshall? Yes uh <laughs> this will make he, he would have played uh james brown yeah. uh he would have played uh jackie robinson mm-hmm. i'll do it well that was his jackie his jackie robinson was the dark knight whereas I- it should have been more like this uh branch <laughs> ricky is uh really helping me out now uh, we're gonna do our best and instead he played it like i'm gonna do it for you <laughs> will you shower with me jackie <laughs> yes i did that was so weird but that really was a thing i know right that so it was like that was one of those things where similar to empire when they when they put the kid in the trash in season one of empire right lee daniels said that really happened mm-hmm. so you want to be sympathetic but you're like but it looked ridiculous yeah that dude like, ah! even if it happened it still made me laugh because it looks so absurd please shower with me jackie <laughs> please okay um so uh he has a new movie coming out and i'm gonna play the trailer for you but uh it's kind of it's he's you know he's continuing in his tradition of playing a lot of different historical black people let me see if i can uh get the audio up for you um okay take your time audio in a world where black history is outlawed one man has to be all the historical black people 
throughout time to teach his class what it means to have black history <laughs> starring Chadwick Boseman as Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream. And Chadwick Boseman as George Washington Carver. Behold the peanut. Also starring Chadwick Boseman as Harriet Tubman. I can't die but once. And also starring Chadwick Boseman as Sojourner Truth. Ain't I a woman? Introducing Chadwick Boseman as Malcolm X. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Starring Chadwick Boseman as Rosa Parks. No. Featuring Chadwick Boseman <laughs> as Leon Robinson in The Five Heartbeats. Don't you want to hang with old Eddie Kane? Starring Chadwick Boseman as Michael Jordan. I don't take pictures with niggas. And also Chadwick <laughs> Boseman as Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. Then Chadwick Boseman as Little Richard. A wop bop a loop bop a lop bam boom. Chadwick Boseman as Marion Barry. Bitch set me up. Co-starring Chadwick Boseman as Beyonce. You must not know about me. Introducing <laughs> Chadwick Boseman as LeBron James. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Chadwick Boseman will also have to be Snoop Dogg. Fuck shizzle. And Chadwick Boseman as that one nigga who bagged your groceries down at the grocery store. Would that be paper or plastic? Then Chadwick Boseman will be Queen Latifah. Who you calling a bitch? And as a revelation coming to the screen, as only Chadwick Boseman can do it, he'll also be Karen Morrow. We need empathy and sympathy. And finally, Chadwick Boseman will be you. Damn this nigga and everything. Coming to BET this fall. Make sure you watch Black History, the movie. Black History. So I think I'm, I think I'm gonna see it, dog. <laughs> I think I'm in. Um, Oscar so Chadwick, as I like to say. We have one thing to root for this time. We can all get on the same page. <laughs> that would never get old. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know if anybody else does this, but, um, I, so I tried to watch the show Rush Hour. It came to CBS, the, um, oh yeah. Yeah, the, the, the version with the knockoff Jackie Chan, knockoff Chris Tucker. I was like, nope. Uh, it was not good. Mm-mm. But I watched three episodes before I quit in the middle of one. And then it got canceled. And then it got canceled, right? So, um, the actor who plays the Chris Tucker guy, Agent Carter, um, he, or Detective Carter, he, uh, is also in the anti-cigarette truth ads. And he's a guy who walks into the, uh, he walks up to the register. He's like, can I get some cigarettes? And the dude's like, that's not enough money. And he's like, oh, that's him. Yeah. And they're like, what else? And he has to like pull out a tooth and give it to the dude. Mm -hmm. And it's like cigarette smoking takes, you know, destroys your teeth. And then, and then he walks off. I keep imagining that it's cause he lost his job as a cop. And so now he's on hard luck and he can't afford cigarettes so he pulls out his teeth to buy cigarettes um and i know it's not real but uh it's it's kind of that continuity like well you were this thing now you're that thing and they're, they're both on my tv so you're and i do that with other shows too you know like if there's an actor like jack bauer or my favorite example is um 
the black dude who played the president in 24 dennis haysbert yeah so like he was also oh, in the shit. unit Mm-hmm. you know and so in the unit um i like to imagine that um he was in the unit and did black ops then he became president on 24 and then uh in witness protection he became the salesman for Allstate. like yes i used huh. i used to keep calling him mr president for a long time i was i was seeing him in them commercials right i do that with everything like i saw him in um uh sin city 2 and i was like oh i gotta find a way to put this into my uh dennis Haysworth universe i don't know if people do this with other actors i just had to i had to ask um (laughs) are you guys gonna see the new um born new born movie (sighs) (laughs) you know my problem with it is I want to protest the fact that they're making any more Borns because I thought the first trilogy was perfect. I really thought, I mean, I thought the last two were amazing and it ended so perfectly. And then they were like, let's reboot it. And that new one was useless. And now they're trying to, I guess, they don't want to like leave on some stank note, but these are now new movies that aren't based on like the original author's books. So like, they're kind of cash grabs now, whereas the first, but, but the fact is Matt Damon's still legit and Paul Greengrass, the director is great. So like, it's probably going to be a good movie, but I'm just like, morally, I want to be like, no, can't you guys ever leave anything alone? That's good. Matt Damon. The answer is no. (laughs) Matt Damon even said at one point, like, well, if I ever run out of money, I'll just do another born movie. Mm -hmm. Like I remember that interview. And now that it's out, now that it's coming out, I'm like, so is this just gonna fucking suck and we're gonna find out you just needed 20 million dollars because you spent too much on some other shit that was artistic you know um but the the thing for me that because the trailers to every born movie look the same Mm -hmm. and the problem that i have is like because tommy lee jones is in this one and it's like they keep having the same 50 to 60 year old white man in a suit fuck with jason Bourne for no reason right like he's literally never been a problem in any of the movies if you just leave him alone he won't fuck with you he'll just go out and live his life on some secluded beach or in a forest or you know what i mean like he just wants to have like a girlfriend um and live off the grid that's that's all he wants to do and these fucking intelligence agencies keep finding him and then like killing the people he loves and then he has to fucking destroy the agency like he's done up to three times before and there's also one time when the fucking knockoff jason Bourne did it they should probably leave these guys alone yeah it's like is this the same crew of people who are like you know what let's kidnap liam neeson's family man fuck him <sighs> like what's he gonna do this time you can't keep killing us all man Oh. <laughs> this is why we need the equalizer too and even more importantly john wick too to save yes. the day yes Fresh franchise blood that hasn't been exhausted I, I i could not agree more man it's like no one's looking forward to this the, the new thing that they're doing um uh, i don't know if you heard um but um they want to do um uh bruce willis as um the, is this death wish yes yeah i tried to watch death wish it's so bad it didn't it's age terrible. well 
and what's weird about well jeff goldblum by the way getting his rape on uh, and Lawrence fishburne i i couldn't make it through i i like stopped it like 30 minutes in mm-hmm. or 20 minutes in i was just like i thought this was gonna be better <laughs> um it was terrible um yeah, but it was weird seeing young Jeff Goldblum, who now just, uh, 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 he's just tall, thoughtful guy, like quirky, quirky, hip nerd, tall dude. Mm-hmm. Seeing him as like a crazed rapist was weird, but that, that movie was terrible. It was, man. Lawrence Fishburne was a crazed rapist too, and he was like the comic relief black guy crazed rapist. Ah, uh-huh. ah, so it was ah. even, yeah, it was really bad, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's amazing that some of these things became, like, I was just watching – I just watched The Road Warrior for the mm-hmm. first time ever. Mm-hmm. That was good. The Road Warrior, especially when you consider it was made in 1982, I know why people kind of hold it up as a classic. Like right. it's, it was like – it was Fury Road but with more explanation of plot. Right. Do you know what I mean? And for that time, it's pretty impressive stunts. Just like I thought Fury Road had impressive stunts. But I, I had to watch Mad Max first. Mad Max is a giant bag of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that I wonder how these movies even start as franchises when their first movie sucks so bad. Right. Like, who said, let's make another one when this shit was so terrible? Yeah, and the thing for me is I have no attachment to shit like that. So, like, right. if something doesn't age well, I'm quick to be like, oh, yeah, well, that's, that's shit now. Like, yeah. like, I'm okay letting that go. I tried watching the first trilogy of Star Wars, Mm-mm. and it's bad. Like, mm-hmm. it just... Oh, I can't. I yeah, can't. Um, I don't agree with. Darth Vader's suit looks like it has a fucking telephone on the front. Like, it's just... It, they were limited at the time with what they could do. You know, like... It, sure. the narratives are fine the fucking the acting's okay you know like well it's like jaws jaws everybody talks about the shark how like pathetic right. it looks now but that movie is incredible right like if but like just like with star wars i think the acting is pretty solid and like harrison ford his humor holds up he's That's great what's yeah. crazy like he could be his stuff is funny today which is yeah. saying something because there was like 1977 right. you'd expect it to feel more corny and I feel bad for Mark Hamill. I always wondered why somebody said he got in a car accident mm-hmm. or something like early in his career because I was like, this guy's like a good looking, like blonde, athletic looking dude in the biggest franchise ever. And then he just disappeared. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what happened behind the somebody, scenes with him. Some people told me he got in like a big car accident Shit. that like effed up his face a little bit, which that, like he was like a pretty boy. Like, cause like, you know, mm-hmm. so once I guess he had like some jaw damage or something, people are like, uh, yeah, you're not. You're not hot anymore, fella. Yeah, I mean, it's, you got to do Batman voiceovers now, <laughs> <laughs> which he does a good job with, of course. Um, but yeah, it's just very weird to like when I see something that I, especially if I grew up like, oh, this was the shit. When I see it, I'm just like, oh fuck, it's that's too bad. You know, it doesn't mean I won't enjoy it anymore. Right. It doesn't mean that you know, but I'm okay being like, well, that the time passed that shit by. But if you told me, like, especially certain franchises that were, like, more fringe, right? Like, so if you told me, um, hey, we're going to revive The Last Starfighter, I'd be like, why? Like, it barely was a thing when it came out. And it came, it became some type of cult thing. Let's leave it at that. Like, 
let's not do another um the last uh, um yeah the last dragon don't do that no right no. you know they're no. never gonna get another person to give a performance like the dude who played show enough it's never gonna happen <laughs> no matter who the fuck you cast so why would we even fuck with it like that and that's how rebooting rebooting death wish feels because when no, i watch death wish Jar- what if you get jared leto no when i watch death wish first of all you can't if you get an actor that can't say nigga please in the theater and get applause he can't have the part but when i um when i watch death wish the only thing i can think is well this is lucky it was a thing during the 80s you know like like it won't like you can't be raping people to death and shit now and then be like isn't this a good movie they tried it again not too long ago with um kevin bacon he was in a movie that was uh, um it was a spiritual successor to to death wish and it was brutal and it was gritty but it wasn't fucking charlton heston's terrible uh what was his name not charlton heston charles bronson it wasn't charles bronson bronson's uh horrible acting right uh, you know it just didn't do the it doesn't do it justice you can't do it again yeah. um anyway i'm not saying that shit is my point i just realized who i thought would maybe play a good show enough mm-hmm. uh character off the top of my head i know Dion Cole. I do like Dion Cole. From, from, uh, Blackish. He looks kind of like him. That's what, that's why I thought him. Cause I'm like, if you put that hair on Dion Cole and he just makes one of his crazy faces, Mm -hmm. at least the resemblance would be there. Yeah. The resemblance would be there. I say leave it alone though. Oh yeah. 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 Like it's okay. Make some new shit guys. You know, Mm -hmm. don't we got enough cartoons to reboot? Let's just keep doing those. I like some of those. Um, so all right. Other things to talk about all right guys um did you guys oh wait we did say we saw the finals okay yes we did no. i know karen you're waiting for your music mm-hmm. all right uh my man lebron james all the way back now the good news about today's podcast is that you have three unapologetic lebron james lovers on the show the bad news is if you hate lebron james you probably gonna have to skip this episode because mm-hmm. uh that's my nigga i was so happy for him it's it's not just that i'm happy for him personally this is the title he needed to win to be hater proof hater proof it's everything they said he couldn't do well you know like they try and and we know the other excuses were bullshit anyway but that's what people ran to like well he had to go to miami to win a ring it was really Dwayne wade's team it's not his team right you know uh Dwayne wade should have got the mvp in the finals he's the one you know like all these fucking nonsense but like it sounds like there's like 20 percent truth to it right so it's, it's just reasonable enough to sound like you're making a real argument mm-hmm. well i'm telling you what's going to happen now this is what's going to happen. People, because LeBron haters are just like Fox News in terms of like, they'll never mention, they go silent whenever there's good news about Obama. And whenever there's good things from LeBron, you know you've won when they just, they skip it. They're like, why are we even talking about this? Like, why aren't we getting ready for football? <laughs> Basketball's over, dude. Why aren't we talking about this? Like, Man, you LeBron hater world is about to become the best point guard in the NBA. Yes that's how they're going to get at him yep. is now Kyrie Irving who can't guard anybody, mm-hmm. but admittedly had a really good series. People will start going, you know, Kyrie Irving, you know, let's be honest. Like he took it to Steph Curry and Westbrook's out of control and Chris Paul's past his prime. Like right now, I feel like kind of the, the point guard championship belt belongs to Kyrie Irving. Right. 
So LeBron's really kind of playing with the best point guard in the NBA. Like, I'm not saying LeBron's not good. Mm-hmm. Like, he's great. But, like, you know, Kyrie Irving's great, too. That's what it's going to become. Yeah, it's going to uh, – I saw already, like, well, Ky- I'm surprised Kyrie didn't get finals MVP. Uh, what, Did you see what? Skip Bayless? I, yeah. I shared that. What? Normally, I don't think – but Skip Bayless, this was – and he said a lot of dumb shit in his career, and he's a troll. Mm-hmm. But this was the first time where I really actually felt for the first time, like, Man, fuck you, Skip. Dog. Not just like you're an ass, but I was like, no, you know what? Fuck off. Cause you're poisoning people now. With I your can't, bullshit. I can't even, I don't follow him and I don't read the stuff. I don't, like if I see him say something and I see people are mad, I just, I always have the kind of reaction that, um, like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only reaction I have left for him because he's not a serious person. Mm-hmm. Um, right. you know, Stephen A. Smith uh is the one who can get under my skin every once in a while, but <laughs> even even with him, it's hard to take him serious sometimes because he goes on these ridiculous tangents that have zero shit to do with the game. You know, right. but but the thing the thing for me with um with all this was when I saw people saying he should get Finals MVP and shit, I'm like, so are we just ignoring the triple double? lebron james was and not the here's all you have to say mm-hmm. lebron james was the first player ever in finals history uh, he led first of all to come back from 3-1 but Kyrie did that too because he was right. on the team he led the series both teams in points rebounds assists steals blocks what like end of discussion what like, are we talking about what how are you even how are you even bringing this? And then Skip Bayless's other tweet was the Spurs would have beaten these Cavs. Yeah, that was like his that. first tweet as they won. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with him at all. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really, um, it was really. Ha- uh, I was really happy to see my man LeBron James do it because the whole time after they won, and by the way, and like Karen does this thing where I'm like, I'm gonna watch this game because I need to see how the shit unfolds, right? I want to watch every fucking second that I can, you know, when Game of Thrones isn't on to see like how the series, cause I know what's gonna happen. I know how people are gonna argue and twist shit and I'm gonna be at the gym on the sideline and they're gonna be like, well, you know, Kyrie was the real, and I'm like, and I have to be the person that's like, no, no, the fuck that's not what happened. <laughs> you know, someone last night tried to be like, you know, he had a COVID game in game seven. I was like, um so the rebounds the blocks and the uh assists those are that's a kobe game because going nine for 24 is nine for 24 but um we're not we're not about to act like lebron was just out there standing around when he wasn't shooting shots get the fuck out of here um it's it's it's, he is the like i I said on uh on facebook last night but like the three things i've blogged about most in the last seven years ever since i went to cleveland for the first time was Mm -hmm. how much i like cleveland how much comedy sucks and how great LeBron is. And last night, because I really do like Cleveland. Like I really think I am going to move there. Right. Just for a variety of reasons. Cause it's just my pace, but it was like, it's, it was just good to see. It was like nice to see all that. And it wasn't some crazy, you know, uh, the, the craziness will be when the Republican convention gets there. That's when the looting and the violence will begin. <laughs> but. It was. Be- I really thought it was like a beautiful American sports moment last night. Um, the city, the 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 gen- You know, I'm not gonna act like LeBron's a saint, um, 
in all ways, but like he went back there. He, they, you know, he, he made a business decision, but you know, there was some personal loyalty there too. And he gave that city who's had a lot of effed up sports moments. Like he gave them the best. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean, and it was just, it was, it was, there was real joy like that. Cause that's a city that's like, yeah, you know, we suck, but whatever. Keep moving on. Yeah, here's and the last thing though. Was a chance for I, them to be like, I absolutely, I absolutely would say he's a saint. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> I don't think he ever did anything wrong. Period. No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm saying like when I'm, you know, and, I, and you know, I listen to Levitard a lot. Yeah. I think you do too. Sometimes. I'm just saying with some of the Riley stuff where it was like fly out here and he already knew he was leaving. Like, I'm talking that. I'm not talking mm-hmm. that he owed anything to Cleveland or Miami. I'm just saying, you know, people do things. That, I shouldn't have even qualified it, but I'm just saying it's not like you could say he's a saint. I say he's not a saint. I yeah, say he's, he's a good def- guy and a great he's, player. He's definitely a saint. Um, he <laughs> he wore a motherfucking shirt, dog. He put on that I can't breathe shirt. He put oh, yeah, on that yeah, hoodie yeah. for Trayvon in a time where athletes uh purposely avoid that kind of shit um he's all he also put that two million dollars in those kids uh boys and girls club with the decision um he never owed miami anything anyway but um they knew that motherfucker was 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 there and conflicted about going back to cleveland man like it was it was all over his fucking face man and um he i don't know what they would have wanted because the only thing he was gonna say was i'm going home like Riley's acting like, well, if he would have told me the right way, bitch, there is no right way. I'm going. You don't. You're not gonna like no, no, what you I'm see. Just, and you're, you know, I'm, I'm. Let me start. You know, I'm a huge LeBron fan. Right. I'm just saying, when you get Pat Riley to come out to Vegas, like, I think that was, and he can do this. But if you've had a good relationship with somebody, a, a good working relationship, and if you know you're already leaving, to kind of have him come out like you're having a legit meeting where he can convince you and then it's like the decision's already made i'm just saying it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things i would i would bet i would bet a million fucking dollars pat riley was like let me come out please i don't think like yeah if if lebron would have i bet you lebron told him like yo i'm 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 not planning on coming back and he's like no let me come out let's talk about this let me meet with you And, and lebron's like okay i mean but the fu- you're going to get bad news and that's the only right. thing that's going to happen from that it, he was never wrong for that shit it, it's always some little ticky tack shit in the leagues where you have fucking rapists women beaters fucking like dr- you know drug addicts serial fucking cheaters they get caught all the time sure. like we this league is full of fucked up people and this is the dude people decide to hate fuck that man it's mostly racism and dumb shit and that's why i was so happy to see him go back not because i was like yes the races get the win but because i can't imagine the humility it takes in a person to be like you know what not everybody that was on my side when i left is gonna understand this but i gotta go back for me and for the people that believe in me that's some powerful shit because my black ass would have never went back I, every time I played in that city, I would have tried to have fucking 50 points and I would have been doing double middle fingers on my way out of the door. Like, <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck this city. You burn my jerseys, you motherfuckers. Fuck Dan Gilbert. Like, I would have been like that forever. I don't understand what he has in him to make him that mature. 
but he does have it and i respect the fuck out of it and see him because i really thought it was impossible for him to win in cleveland to be honest i thought the kevin people can tell you on the show i thought the kevin love trade was stupid me too um i didn't think they should have done that from day one i was like this is going to handicap this team for the rest of fucking the time that they're together um and i just thought cleveland's a loser city and they are never going to be able to win even with the greatest player of all time and it was not your fault you're never going to get free agents like you're cleveland no one wants to come there and uh he did that shit so there's no choice but to bow down and give him his motherfucking props because not only did he do it he did it in stellar fucking fashion in ground history breaking coming back from 3-1 down in the finals motherfuckers tried to say it was rigged but it wasn't rigged when the fucking warriors one uh they came back from three one on oklahoma city right what so now it's rigged fuck that shit oh the refs want uh the dark-skinned brother that wears the fucking trayvon martin hoodie and the i can't breathe shirt that that's who the league wants to win right right they don't want to do with the fucking sensible khakis of shoes and the hazel Ah! eyes and the light skin they don't that's the one time that we don't want the adorable underdog light-skinned dude to win and be the mvp of the league The, the fucking 73 and 9 uh team that is history setting the fucking double mvp that's we don't want him to win the fuck out of here man lebron earned that shit i have never seen a dude play that good before in the finals period i i've never seen odds that fucked up well i was at three one i went fuck man now i gotta go back to the gym and hear you know he's two and five in the finals jordan would have blah 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 oh that well that's my favorite my favorite thing about the jordan thing because here's what'll happen what if lebron ends up somehow winning six rings. Right. I don't think he will. But but if he does, let's say he wins six rings, and he then ends up playing in 11 finals, mm-hmm. are people going to be like, Jordan was 6-0? and oh. Yeah. Yeah, because Jordan didn't make it a seventh time. <laughs> right. Before he went for his first title, he got bounced from the playoffs four straight years before making the finals. Exactly. So what do you talk – like – it's one of those things. It's the same thing with Tom Brady. And, and, you know, I like Joe Montana. I like Tom Brady. But when people use the argument like Montana, 4-0, and I'm like, all right, Tom Brady, 4-3 and or 4-2. and That's better. Right. He played in more Super Bowls. Yeah. It's not like Jordan uh, abstained from basketball the years he didn't make the finals. Look, what, what we going to do? is put some respect on motherfucking lebron james name that's all yeah, i'm saying yeah that yeah and and for me um i am here to make the racist mad like honestly that's why i showed up to the party i'm not even gonna lie that's why i'm in the building that's why i showed up to the party um for me and i guess no i'm not lebron but i took a lot of shit personal when he made that decision uh because motherfuckers act like they wouldn't want to do that shit at their goddamn job. Call your boss in here and be like, look, I'm going to take my talent such, 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 such. You know, because the thing is, the NBA is a job to him. It's a job. Yes, you make a lot of money, but at the end of the day, it's still a job. It's the inner workings of a job. Just like you sitting at your desk every day, you wish you could do some of the things that they could do, but the average person can't. And for me, I think a lot of jealousy falls in because a lot of people can't make the choices and decisions with their career that they want to. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think this is where this irrational and illogical hate comes from a lot of people. It comes from races and it comes from a lot of black people who just hate him because he's living this dream that they wish they could live. And for me, I'm like, fuck it. I wish I could do that. I can't, but I'm not going to hate on you because you're making money. Bitch, pay me too. I would do the same goddamn thing. And for me, like I said, I'm here for the racist tears. That's all I'm here for because it, I, I don't, maybe I, uh, get sick and tired of people being irrational and illogical when it comes to him. Your arguments makes no fucking sense. He puts up the ridiculous ass numbers that can't be disputed, but you still doing these arguments. Just be true with yourself and tell yourself you hate the man. And nobody wants to say I hate him because I just hate his face. I hate his skin. I just hate him because he's in my presence. Just say that versus having a fucking pointless arguments across the internet. Well, they, they it's not even just like, it's the racism for him really took a point when it was when he decided to his own future right because people were cool with him losing in cleveland every year because it was kind of a like well at least he's staying in his place in his lane like you owe it to this team in this city because they drafted you and when he was like fuck that i'm making a move for myself everyone lost their shit and a lot of people never really came back and um it was funny because that was when i started liking him it was when he made that decision i was like hmm this that's some ballsy shit most people would not be able to take the pr hit of being like i'm gonna do that and then to take that money and give it to those kids like that was some dope shit you know because he's from akron he's not even from fucking ohio uh uh uh, fucking um Cleveland. cleveland and when he um talks about when he talked about going back he said northern ohio like he made sure to be like yeah not just cleveland but like where i'm from those kids look up to me um and 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 it's it's just been interesting to see um how people have kind of like come back around to the dude you know i had fucking uh i was talking about twitter and i was like the cleveland people burned his jersey yes they did and now look at them and some somebody was like man fuck you man for bringing that up i was like Mm -mm no i wasn't bringing it up as a diss to cleveland fans i was actually bringing it up to say what a fucking good person he must be to because that would have fucked me up forever like what y'all would just cheer me and now it's fuck me fuck my house fuck my family fuck everything i've ever done like probably death threats and shit yes you know just the letter that dan gilbert wrote i wouldn't have come back dog come on man you're not gonna talk about me like this and then shake my hand next year and act like it's cool but can i play devil's advocate here white devil's advocate sure jm <laughs> it was because i remember when he left i remember writing something that i like i was like i hope he doesn't leave because i like the vibe of the city i like that he's the homegrown talent basically mm-hmm. like i liked it i i liked that i liked going there and knowing that he was like kind of the the star of cleveland and when gilbert wrote that i remember i was mad too Mm-hmm. And I thought Gilbert, what he did was, it was personal, it was attacking, but I also think he was, and maybe I'm wrong, part of that felt like my fans, my customers are angry, and I'm going to lead the charge. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to lead, like, in other words, almost as a business decision, partly, to be, I'm sure it was personal too, I know it was personal too, but I thought part of it was a business decision, like, my fans are angry, so at least they'll know I'm with them and they need to support this team because from a bottom line standpoint, he's like, we're going to (laughs) suck. So I need to create an emotional connection to these people before my arena is half empty. 
yeah i don't buy that at no, all me, um me, me, i me. think um a rich entitled white man uh being mad at a nigga for leaving is don't need no business motive uh like it wasn't like a savvy business move uh on his part i think he meant every fucking word of that shit um because no like stars have left teams before this was a first for a response like this because and and even since if someone leaves a team i guarantee you we won't ever get another one of these fucking letters because it's unprofessional and stupid sure on a business side of it you like you actually don't want to be that and i know it was personal because he said he guaranteed the Cavs would win a championship before lebron james and i said oh that's when you're so mad you're just saying crazy shit where you're just like i'll get a girlfriend who's twice as hot as you you're like no (laughs) no the fuck you won't (laughs) my one my thing with it though and the reason why i kind of understood it and i quickly the i'll tell you why i came back to team lebron so quickly after the decision Uh but with cleveland i have to say only because i'd been out there several times for comedy and like weeks at a time like one or two weeks at a time and i just kind of liked the city and the feeling i got was like an old school nostalgia feeling like that there was a real tie to LeBron mm-hmm. and a real appreciation and kind of closeness mm-hmm. that you don't see. I mean, I'm from New York, so everybody's a hired gun in New York sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas it did feel like it felt a little different. And so I didn't, when I, when everybody was pissed, I was like, well, that's going a little far, but I, I didn't completely like disagree yeah i I understood i understood why people were mad if it's like i I did i I, I did because you don't fucking own me and and that's how i feel you don't own people and that's the thing they feel ownership why can't it be like in 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 other words that's one way to look at it but for some people and don't get me wrong plenty of people just thought you're ours what are you doing you can't do this to us but for some people couldn't it have been genuine hurt like you're my favorite athlete yeah. like i felt a connection to you and it, it felt kind of cold the way you left our our team yeah especially you're, when you're like personally invested it can be kind of like damn it why'd you, know you do that and i agree kind of attitude. i agree with that but you know what most of those people were not the fools you seen burning jerseys right like they didn't write that letter like 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 like, right. like like so 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 i understood those people were there and i could understand their pain but that group of people who was probably more the reasonable sensible people were right. not the people that you see on ESPN and mm. the people that they put in the cameras and the microphones in front of their faces. That's what you saw. And so my response was to those people. It was that we own you like a slave. Like, like that's was my feeling. How right. dare you leave here, nigger? How dare you leave the plantation? How dare you go somewhere else without our permission? And the thing is, when you're talking about from a business perspective, that what he did was was personal and i don't feel like it was business sense because if i was another player trying to determine where i wanted to go next why the fuck would i want to go somewhere where i know my owner is a fucking racist why would i want to go there yeah also like he instigated and those fans too like so if there were fans who were just kind of like like jl was saying where they just felt like disappointed like fuck man we lost lebron and i understand that pain right well the owner's telling you not just that but fuck him we're gonna win a championship he's a piece of he he's a narcissistic self-promotional motherfucker uh he's a coward he called him a coward like yeah dog um i'm going to definitely be uh stoked up if i'm just on the fence already so right you know i just and all this to say i can't believe he went back like 
that's right. like when serena went back to that one place where right. they were being racist door indian wells right? yeah like yeah. like you as a person have something in you that is just better than me because i don't have that in me you know what i'm saying i would i kind of wish i did have it so and i try to be conciliatory when i can i try to like men bridges when i can you know when i fuck up i, I like to take responsibility because you know the goal is not to i don't ever walk out of my house like i'm gonna hurt everybody's feelings today <laughs> that's them. not the goal but but like certain shit when people say stuff like this i don't know how someone has it in them to be like you know what as the, for the betterment of myself i need to go back and face this and lebron going back and facing it already was just to me like he won no matter what if they never win the championship he's just a much better person than everybody else winning the ring is just the mwah, motherfucking just ah just the yeah. icing on top of the cake dog yeah. nobody saw that coming dog no and 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 i think for me i always look at uh like i say everything from a job perspective when it comes to this how many motherfuckers would leave their job and they boss what wrote a fucking letter like this and put it on the and put and put it on their board and mm. bash them in the general public. How many of y'all would take y'all fucking asses to HR, sue the hell out of them, and be like, "Fuck you"? Most people would, but for some reason, in this instance is is an exception to that. No, 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 I don't want to hear that. It, you know, it, if if it's a problem on uh uh, uh you sitting at your nine to five, it's a problem uh, for him at his job too. Like, well, not just that, I don't give a fuck if that dude's feelings are hurt. Right. I don't care if the owner's feelings are hurt. Cause dog. it's a job. Cause 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 they do shit to athletes all the time. Trade them without without. Like, them there's so many. So. There's so many players where they're just like, oh. I was listening to the radio and found out I'm going to Milwaukee. Right. Like that shit happens constantly, and we never have these moments of like, hey man fuck jerry jones did you see how he traded so and so we never i've never had that conversation because we're always just like well that's the business and the and the owners make us it kind of and everyone goes along with it we accept it as fans that's the business it kind of sucks when jason kidd finds out he's getting traded from the nets i don't even remember who owned the nets during that time why because it wasn't a discussion about how fucked up it was as a business practice it's only when the niggas do shit for themselves that we have these fucking discussions it's when right. deandre it's when deandre jordan goes uh actually on second thought i don't want to fucking play for uh the dude who crosses the street when he sees black people at night i'm actually good on this mark cuban and then we go yo fuck deandre jordan i can't believe he would rather stay in la or <laughs> like it's like no man fuck we never put shit on the owners man Mm-mm. so in this case uh and pretty much all cases i'm on the player side and i was so happy for that dude mm-hmm. when he won last night uh the only thing that could make it better is if his crying face becomes the new jordan cry face (laughs) you know i'm hoping for that but that's kind of a long shot since he has such an ugly cry face though i think people don't want to look at that Mm -hmm. like where jordan kind of has like a little poignant poignant cry face yeah Yeah, i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't happen immediately but if he surpasses jordan in greatness by the time he retires 30 years from now maybe he'll be the new crawface man you know i feel like that's the that's the new championship you know that's that's, <laughs> that's the level you know you made it the crawface yeah i was gonna say though with lebron where i was like i can't i'm so i was pissed he left because i liked i just yeah. i liked that he was there um but it took me about a month before i was like you know what go get it lebron kill everybody because what i saw in new york this is when I saw the hypocrisy nationwide. Mm-hmm. New York, all my friends who were like Nick fans were like, 
that wasn't right that he did Cleveland like that. Like he just they, he gave them no warning and they couldn't sign free agents and they didn't know what was up. And I was like, you wanted him to come to the Knicks, right? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. You're just mad. He's, you wanted to commit adultery, mm-hmm. but when he fucks the, the the Cuban chick in mm-hmm. Miami, you, get <laughs> mad. Like, you were like, fuck him. He's 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 immoral. He's wrong. He's a bad person. Right. And, it, and then it was like, but free agent, call me. Chicago. Uh, I'll be here waiting. Chicago courted him. Right. Fucking I, Chicago. I slide you my number. And that's that's what bugged me is that I in my mind I was like, here are the people that should be upset. And I'm not saying crazy upset, but here right. are the people who should be upset LeBron left. Cleveland Cavalier fans. Mm-hmm. Because they just went from title contenders to the worst team in the league. True. And they they had hope. They thought their team was on the rise. They Absolutely. thought they had a shot to break their, you know, sad streak of losing. Mm-hmm. So they're upset and I understand that. Mm-hmm. What is everybody else upset about? Especially that was the when- other like we people started sympathizing with Cleveland, and that's when I knew it was ultimately fake. I was like, it can only be racism at this point. Y'all, uh-huh. y'all don't care about Cleveland. Nobody cares about Cleveland outside of Cleveland. The Browns, that's, the Indians. That's, that's, that's why they have the reputation of Cleveland is that it's it's you know what I'm saying. Like everyone looks at Cleveland like. Oh, you poor, poor, sad people. But we don't actually go, I hope Cleveland wins the championship this year. They really deserve it. We like, fuck them. When right. my team plays Cleveland, we go, we better get a win. That's the only thing ah. you think about when it comes to Cleveland. The idea right. of them having a championship was so foreign at the time. And the idea of LeBron needing to stay there. Cause, cause that was the other thing people didn't, didn't really fucking, uh, talk about. They were also blaming LeBron for them not winning a championship mm-hmm. outside of Cleveland. It was, well, he just can't get it done, man. I mean, look, he's in Cleveland. I mean, he's been to the finals. He got swept. I mean, he's supposed to be better than Jordan. He's, so he had to go somewhere and prove, like, all I need is a little help, y'all. Right. And I got this. And then, and then he went back after learning his skills in Miami and had a, uh, you know, getting a little bit of help and talent and went there and led them little young dudes and some old dudes. He to the championship. His minimum, his minimum basic skills test. Yep. I know you were commenting about Joe Clark recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, and then he excoriated, uh, the fucking, uh, <laughs> he fucking excoriated the fucking, uh, Warriors. Expeditiously. Um, yeah. <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? Uh, you know what it does, Sam's? It kills your brain cells. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to my, the biggest winner in all this though. Shout out to my man, Tyron Littlefinger Lou. Oh no. That dude managed to, uh, whose number one moment in the NBA was being stepped over by Allen Iverson. He managed to step over David Blatt into a motherfucking championship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. They they little fingered the fuck out of this, man. Good for him. If it wasn't, if it wasn't so funny, I would feel for David Blatt. It's so funny though. It's, but that's the problem. It's so funny (laughs) that you're like, when I settle down from, my stomach hurting from laughing at you, David Blatt. I will give you sympathy. Yeah, cause, like strategy, strategy wise, I don't know what the thing was that Tyron Lue would have done that David Blatt wouldn't have done. It just felt like them niggas played harder for for Tyron. It felt like Tyron just moved out the way. I was like, LeBron, what you think we should do? And LeBron was like, I think I should just take over. And he was like, All right, you got it, buddy. And that was it. <laughs> Oh my god. They were talking last night about how Tehran Lu kept the ship calm. <laughs> and I was like, no, what kept it calm was they had a nuclear weapon named LeBron. 
There was no Tehran <laughs> Lou. Con- they had, you know, yeah, they were, they, they, they could, I don't know that Tehran Lou was necessary at all. I feel like Tehran Lou was doing the get a bottle wheel strategy. <laughs> just get a bottle wheel. Yeah, just get a bottle. Unless you're Tyron Lou or, uh, I mean, unless you're, uh, Kyrie Irving or LeBron James, don't shoot unless they throw it to you. Okay. Um, poor Kevin Love, by the way. That, that dude. He kind of became an afterthought this series. I feel bad for him a little bit. There's been some talk. Somebody was telling me there's been some talk that my Utah Jazz might be interested in Kevin Love. And Perfect I was like, fit. Perfect I fit. I was just like, why does this team have to insist on, on being white? Right? Ah! Perfect fit. Why do you, and, and I was like, in my thoughts, I was like, please tell me they're going to trade Gordon Hayward for Kevin Love. At least you, you go one for one <laughs> whiteness. In fact, we get a little blacker ah! if we trade Kevin Love for gordon hayward because gordon hayward is the whitest person in the nba oh nah you know it'd be Derek favors or somebody or it's Derek favors yeah, that's the talk sure. i was like ah, ah. yeah it's gonna be a nigga coming back dog so then all we have we have light-skinned dante Exum and light-skinned rudy gobert Aww. at the point and the five yep and then we got gordon hayward and kevin love who look like they should be playing for the 60 celtics with bill russell it uh-huh. is it is good to uh-huh. see like I did, I did feel a little bit bad for uh my light skinned brethren because I do feel like this is a huge shift in the uh colorism wars. Yeah, they they was going for a while. Yeah, I feel like Ben uh, Simmons though. Ben Simmons is coming into the league trying to be the light skinned LeBron. That's gonna take a while to develop though. I yeah. feel like LeBron just did Nino Brown, uh G Money and uh Kareem. Uh, <laughs> uh with clay and uh with clay and steph man i feel like he just came through and it was just like sit your five dollar ass down before i make change when yes. you block that shot and now it's not gonna be the same for a while man drake might not win any uh bet awards now Mm-mm. uh off of this shit man like yeah that that's the thing he thought he was cute by uh giving uh beyonce some lemonade after his album came mm-hmm. out and was number one but uh nigga all uh all her tracks was on the top 100 what about you the raptors lost and drake was affiliated with the raptors and now and jane to lebron did that yeah and then he, he was just with the, right uh affiliated with the uh what was it the uh cottage team the kentucky. kentucky yeah and then lebron just did this shit i feel like uh this might have hurt light-skinned dudes a little bit man it was uh i'm gonna have to get back on track light-skinned brothers mm-hmm. so good luck pretty motherfuckers uh, all right we got I, I i actually think my prediction is is next year i got i got warriors over Cavs in the finals that would be awesome because which I, is what i want because i feel like then haters have to all shut up mm-hmm. like in other words lebron proved his worth and then golden state bounced back and said two titles in three years tell us we're not great mm-hmm. and then nobody can be no hater can be right they can't be like well the league's weak true that's why golden state did that or yeah, lebron i just LeBron's can't a bitch. You, you like, know what? i just can't see them winning 73 games again oh i don't i mean i don't think they'd even try yeah. i think because if you look i thought they looked a little i thought steph curry was worn down yep it was um, tired. i think lebron has finally started to go with that San Antonio Spurs kind of, I'm going to manage myself a little bit during the season so that I'm ready. And it paid off because yep. he was a machine. Iggy's back was, Iggy's back was broke. Cam, what were you saying? No, I, I said, uh, uh, was speaking on JL, uh, those haters are like, like the respawn in video games. You know how you shoot somebody and they keep responding and they just respawn somewhere else. Yeah. They're going to hate. 
someone oh yeah they're gonna, they gonna spawn back they don't never die yeah also um 73 and 9 becomes the fucking albatross now i know I like that's the only thing that sucks man because i actually you know we play ball with stuff for a couple of summers here uh and he is such a cool kid man like real humble and shit real sweet dude i know those double mvps and that 73 and 9 mattered a lot to him Mm -hmm. but having it in this loss is probably now like it probably feels like nothing at the moment like well that was pointless but that and that's what i would say to me all that proves is lebron's greatness not that but nobody looks at it that way yeah but steph don't want to hear that i mean at the you know if people are already forgetting it's like you realize golden state they're already champions right they were going for another champ like so they've proven it Mm-hmm. And all they did, and and unlike Dallas, who I remember when Dallas had the like sixty-seven and fifteen season, and then lost to the Warriors in the first round in a big upset, this wasn't like going out like bitches, where it was like, oh man, second round you just got stomped by Memphis or something. It was like you got all you could handle from two Hall of Famers in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and then you got everything from one of the two or three best players of all time. Yeah, like I know now, but people instead will just instead of going. They, this is what bothers me is like Bird and Magic got to be rivals. And when their careers were over, it was like, whoa, we just got to watch great guy go against great guy for a decade. They were both great. But the hater culture now, yeah, you just have to say something. Like if, if Magic and Bird played today, people would be like, Larry Bird is sh- – he, he isn't shit. Yeah. He's garbage. He's, he's not even the best – You know, he's not even one of the ten best players in the league. And then they'd be like, Magic's only good because he's tall. He doesn't have pure point guard skills. Right. And look at him. He lost to the Celtics back-to-back years or whatever, whatever happened. Yeah. People, instead of being like when we look back ten years <laughs> from now, hopefully people are like, damn, Golden State and LeBron were special. It's finally right. catching up. Hater, hater culture is finally like everyone is finally catching up to where I was with my petty agendas as a kid. So good, Aww. welcome to the fold, everybody. <laughs> I, I I was the guy who said never get Larry Bird on Jordan versus Bird. Okay, it was a race thing for me. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, America. Uh, speaking of racism, Tila Te- Tequila is in the news for what? Threatening one of JL Covan's favorite comedians. Uh oh sarah silverman on twitter i like sarah silverman that's what i said okay but you know when people hear me hear favorite comedian and then hear a woman's name after that i, I don't blame them for assuming, for assuming it's sarcasm whose fault is that the media <laughs> you built a brand sir <laughs> you, you need to own it <laughs> um, so apparently uh tila tequila went on twitter and um took a picture of her nazi dog uh yeah it's a dog in so um dogs dogs are racist the dog is in nazi regalia it looks like someone photoshopped it or something um but she took a picture of this dog and uh <laughs> put it on twitter because like her new thing is to be super <laughs> duper racist even as an asian woman oh, which she just want attention dog seems i don't know it just seems unsavory i mean i guess racism always unsavory but it just seems like extra unsavory when uh, the person doing it is uh of color and she says i just bought my daughter a little puppy today so adorbs with three heart uh emojis um let me see if i can put the picture of this dog in the chat so you guys can see it uh it's pretty it's pretty adorable 
Yeah. Oh, I got a cigar and a swastika and uh, a monocle. Right. Um. So then she decided to get very specific and called out Sarah Silverman for her religion, saying that her people killed Jesus. We should at least tell at Sarah K. Silverman since her and her people killed him. So glad I'm not on that team. Uh, oh, where did mm. this come from? Uh, I don't know i guess she just wants to stay in the news yeah i think know? she wants honestly she wants to stay relevant like she ain't been relevant in a very very long time she had a tv show and that dad went on for a few seasons and fell off and she but, like ain't nobody paying me to go on mtv no more but well, then she she went further oh shit how old is she she gotta be in her 30s now this woman old i'm the christ seed who came to earth at this time but i was asleep most of my life now that i have awoken the entire game is going to change the jews did 9-11 but i'm a real (laughs) (laughs) look i didn't say all of it was wrong uh but i'm a real hashtag god is always so jealous these subhumans i'm glad words no longer affect me be it good or bad people can talk and talk but i am a woman who only play pays attention to action and then she says are you guys having fun hopefully so this earth game is supposed to be fun so if you're depressed then you need to change your frequency uh another picture with her saying it's a picture of herself the face i make when liberals project and call me mentally ill or racist uh black people are the most racist self-entitled people on the planet they don't love they love to project on that on the white people a lot of people well she'll be working for fox news at this rate a lot of people keep getting raped and robbed by uber drivers because they are anti-american criminals flooding into our country oh yeah they got their own huh uh yeah somebody like i get a i get a hold of and and and, uh get it just right she'll be anchoring soon yeah so you know uh watch out stacy dash i'm trying to tell you racy trash as i like to call her uh someone said you know instagram is on by facebook right she says figures that all jews oh lord Mm-hmm. oh boy i'm very suspicious of madonna all these celebrity deaths yet she's the one still alive hmm oh oh no i also agree in 2000 also in 2012 and prior i was surrounded by jews muslims and blacks that was my major downfall then i died she said that to some dude who said i think you're more you're more real than back in 2012 uh so she just had to stop being surrounded by jews muslims and blacks Mm -hmm. uh sarah silverman responded you deserve love and tila said but jesus loves me at sarah k silverman too bad you killed him but don't worry i will seek his vengeance hashtag mark my words sound like a th- right is this becoming the biggie and tupac uh, of <laughs> people no one cares about <laughs> but i do know sarah silverman i think she's funny but when was, she, was it at the oscars this year that i was mm-hmm. tweeting about her where i was just like whoa mm-hmm. she went to the next level for me uh you talking about how attractive she is yes yeah she you, she, she she cleaned up nice as she, we say she pulled a marcia clark and uh oh, got, got, that got better looking as she got older oh i don't want to spoil my podcast with brandon oh, Collins. oh okay that. okay <laughs> <My bad. laughs> just remember nothing's ever margin's fault it's all the stupid black jury and christopher darden 
Oh, poor. De- well, we did. We did. Well, whatever. We discussed that. I think in the in the end, I was actually more impressed with the X series. But it mm. was a great year for great OJ content. It really was great. Twenty but years F- later. Yeah, the FX series really was. The more I think about it, that was it some was, special shit. It was. It was. Nigga, like, please. Oh, moment of the year on TV, other than maybe last night's Game of Thrones. <laughs> Brother, I'm not here to win. I'm not here to make friends. Oh, I'm here to that's win. That's my motto. That's, I go to open <laughs> mics and go, I'm, I'm not win. here to network. I'm here to make you laugh. <laughs> and the guy who played Darden, man, I mean, uh, Courtney B. Vance has the sort of high-profile, flashier role, but man, the pain in that Darden actor's eyes—he's so good. Oh my god! Like he's got to. All due respect to Bokeem Woodbine, hashtag black actors. It's yeah. going to be black on black actor violence at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude's got to win from yeah. from uh, from Darden has to win. Yeah. Mike, was, I did oh. finally watch Fargo season two, and you're right, Bokeem was great. Oh yeah. Uh feel bad for him. Uh she says, I am Jesus, you fucking idiot to some dude. Go back to Mexico. Hashtag not a joke. Hashtag send her back. Hashtag delete your existence. Why do lots of Mexicans and Jew females have a lip mustache? And lastly, the future is gonna be beautiful. No more suffering, no more slaves, better technology, etc. That's why we purge now. So yeah, Tila Tequila is back and back big now i'm assuming she's doing all this so she can be donald trump's vp oh something happening uh, believe me she's a great great lady she's really good people okay i love to i don't drink okay but we serve great tequila at all my uh all my properties and uh tequila tequila really good people really smart really one of the smartest people ever uh did you see like his head chief of staff got fired today and like yes. they, they escorted him out with security what happened i i don't know like i don't know the story behind why because i mean people have been fired from campaigns before yes. although this is very late in the game to be firing somebody but then they escort him out with security and he didn't sign he didn't get severance so which means he probably hasn't signed any level of nda so he might be able to help the opposition and like I- I feel like Corey Lewandowski was like Trump's political mountain. Like that dude, like on from Game of Thrones, that was just his like his boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Like he would put hands on people. He just trashed people. He didn't give a shit. It's weird when somebody's that gung ho and then you get rid of them. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, it's scary. I mean, not scary for me, but for Trump, it makes you think like, yo, is this dude seriously? Oh, Trump's, like, Trump's, Trump's out of his mind. Like he's. He's just, he's insane. I, I should, I want to tell you, I did, uh, upload my Trump, my Trump video, my new Trump video, mm-hmm. and the first comment, fake, fake, fake. <laughs> oh no, I they figured it out. Do that. Like, yeah, it's fake. They figured it out, huh? I love that where it's like, no, guys, you can't click on this comedy thing. It's not really Trump. <laughs> JL Covan did not get the exclusive on his channel. Right. of trump covering uh the finals he didn't get it um uh are you gonna do bernie covering the finals as well oh sh- well congratulating them on the- you know i don't think that it's fair that you know one team walks away with one trophy while another team leaves with absolutely nothing 
Well, he's probably going to be waiting for the superdelegates. And to I encourage <laughs> Golden State to fight and keep fighting. The championship <laughs> is not over. We can, we will, we believe in an NBA with long range shooting for everybody. <laughs> and we will not stop until the parade in Cleveland. I want to be on a float oh. at the parade in Cleveland arguing why the Cleveland Cavaliers shouldn't have exclusive title to the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> we need politicians to go on first take. That, that that's how I'll <laughs> well, make up my vote. All, first of all, Bernie Sanders, okay, I respect where you're coming from, <laughs> but let me tell you something and let me be quite frank if I can, Bernie Sanders. I believe that this Cleveland Cavaliers team, although, yes, part of the top one-tenth of one percent, because Dan Gilbert, by the way, is a very wealthy man, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you this right now. The Golden State Warriors did not come here ready to win that title, and they should not get it just because you say so. I'm sorry, but that's what I believe. <laughs> ah! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it skips just there going, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe that LeBron James <laughs> is the worst athlete our nation has ever produced. He has never done anything worth anything in his sad, unclutch life. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would sign Delonte West before I sign LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad skip right that's, that's a good skip man right. I, I like that skip dog. Me. i think your steven a needs, he needs a little bit higher oh, it pitch was blurring and it was blurring all <laughs> over the place I was, I was just trying to capture the spirit yeah his plus you gotta throw a big word in there like every like six words with because uh fucking steven a will just be like I think they just need to exfoliate everything. You're like, what, what the fuck? That, that's not where that word goes, Stephen A. <laughs> Let me be very clear in what I am about to say, and I am not going to say it just yet. I want to be <laughs> extremely clear that first of all, the first thing that I am going to say will be the beginning of what I am saying. <laughs> I like when he threatened Kevin Durant and he got sings oh on the at the God. end and he's like, <laughs> But you don't want a problem with me. Oh my God. <laughs> Stephen, did I ever tell you? I probably did. Did I ever tell you the time Stephen A. Smith big timed me? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was many years ago when he just had a radio show on ESPN. Like I was still working, I think, at the DA's office. So this had to be like 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this diner in, uh, in Manhattan with a buddy of mine and in walks Stephen A. Smith. And this is, I'm telling you, think about it. This is 10 years ago. So Stephen A. Smith was not, you know, he had an ESPN radio show, but he was not like, you know, big time anything. And I said to my friend, oh, shit, that's Stephen A. Smith. I listened to his show. And he walks by. He's with two guys. And he and I said, oh, Stephen A., big fan. You know, just t- shook, a, shook his hand. He looks down at the table. He might as well have said, nigga, please. <laughs> uh, the angle was perfect for it, by the way. And he reached his hand out, oh. shook it. But did the thing where he like was already looking away and walking away as he shook my hand. Damn. And it was just, it wasn't like he did shake my hand. He, right. he, you know, now if I tried to shake his hand, he'd probably be like, you know what? I, I appreciate that you know who I am, but I in fact don't know who you are. So I'm going to keep <laughs> it moving. Um, but it was just such a big time kind of like 
he was he was acting like an A-lister already. Like I should just be happy. I'm like, you know, if I that would be like if I met somebody like, oh, you were so good on the black guy who tips, and I was like, mm-hmm. Just shook the hand and walked away. Like, who the fuck do I think I am? My my favorite part about that is he definitely talked to the those other two dudes about you after you left <laughs> you like the nerve That's i found that to be preposterous though, i really want to get famous to tell that story yeah well <laughs> also to him the other thing is in charlotte at our local radio station there's like this uh at this point like a legendary story but it's uh he came here and he was a guest on a radio station just to like you know to sit in with the guys or whatever and he fucking told the producer to go across the street and get him a sandwich like you know like he put in like an order from to the to the fucking guy who who's a producer like it wasn't like an intern or right and they were like not that we even have an intern here like it's just charlotte sports radio you know right. like occasionally someone will like some local place will be like oh we brought you some bagels and then they mention them on the air but there was no like i would like a bagel uh add two pickles uh give me a blanched egg like nobody was thinking that only him and he tells the fucking producer to do it and they were like so did you get the sandwich He's like fuck no i didn't get the sandwich like fuck Stephen a smith but that like so he seems like that kind of guy i've also heard he went to the um all-star game and uh, all-star weekend he brought he brought like a security guard right so you're in a room with like all these actually actual celebrities and athletes who people know and Stephen a smith comes in with like i better have some security because you know these niggas act up that's that's why i generally don't like Stephen a smith just because like he'll play the you know i'm a reporter i'm a journalist okay to like make him seem credible but then he'll act like he's some target of an assassination plot <laughs> at the same time not it's like you're not lebron right you're not nobody gives a fuck yeah no one's but looking Kip for Bayless you. needs probably security because he talks way too much shit right right yeah that's amazing but uh, all right let's get into our games guys okay let's do some uh we we covered enough well we didn't really cover any news but we covered enough talking about the news mm-hmm. um <clears throat> all right so uh the first game we got to play is fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find articles that fuck with us from and we score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 uh today's uh contestants everybody everybody's fucking with black people um so they did a study uh basically because they've been investigating um i believe it's oakland's police department or something like that um but um wait is this one from oakland i can't remember where the study's from all right anyway there's a study that found out that basically uh police talk more casually to black drivers than white drivers meaning uh, goddamn lie me oh no 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 see that's what you would think because you think casually means friendly hmm, interesting uh meaning <laughs> that they let down all these sir ma'ams uh you know Close that the door. Type of stuff. 
<laughs> what'd you say jail close the door roll up the window right yeah like where it's like sir sir do you know how fast you were going uh not when they're talking to niggas nope apparently not um apparently what with black murder mur- uh, motorist uh, uh they believe boy, you're a murderer because you fit the description right black murderers uh with black motorist officers were more likely to use words like hey as opposed to hello and man as opposed to sir and colloquialism such as gonna got to and ain't the report said while the officer did appear more likely to say thank you to black people previous analysis suggests that officers also ask more questions of black people giving them more occasions to thank drivers for answering um there were here were the common word choices found in audio recordings of traffic stops over a one month period uh if they were warning them uh, african-americans man warrant we your id he what gonna a break you can't cut you listen bye hey plate passenger no big deal she you got so i guess it's just like all the random words <clears throat> well white people it was light at at this actually red box i pull turn on to sign red light registration you over hello you're right Cita- citation a lot try ran help pulled you your res- registration uh so sounds more business like i seems um yeah they were more likely to get business work procedural language like citation registration from police officers uh things such as illegal left turn and red light um and being on the phone officers are more likely to tell white drivers that they can contest a citation and more likely to comment comment on the reason for the stop all right they're not gonna tell you you can contest it uh the stanford team also compared usage of word of the words probation and parole stops with issuing citations cops were 10 times more likely to use either word for black people okay so you can say you on probation or anything you know, parole uh <laughs> no <laughs> you knew it for you bought your ass over here you ran my name uh of course uh despite the findings Earnhardt eberhardt does not believe the oakland police department is filled with racists rather she believes the phenomena is a result of institutional decades old biases and ingrained behaviors and in police practices Whatever. maybe i mean i feel like any black person's ever worked at an office has noticed this that's funny that's a weird that's an interesting way to put it it's like it's not that it's racist but it's like it's the descendants of somewhat racist behavior mm-hmm. which at least makes sense like because i mean it can't, it can't be a culture you've well you've right. seen it before if you're black it's happened to you where where someone walks in the room it's like hey what's going on john how you doing buddy jl my man what's going on you're like mm-hmm. that is an interesting choice uh <laughs> to homie you're like homie when the fuck do you call people homie <laughs> oh it's because you know i'm black okay got it um so i think people get that sometimes and that might be what cops do too like they probably feel like it's not racially motivated but when they see a black dude they're probably like what's going on my g uh it's you- like the opposite of barack obama's <laughs> kevin durant handshake yes right like he just instinctively kind of went in for the for the hug yeah like barack looks like he remembers handshake handshake oh my nigga you know what i'm saying like i don't think he's planning the, the my nigga but yeah cops are like the opposite where they're like i gotta plan the what's going on my dude uh anyway karen zero to 100 i'm fucked with 75 75 jl i'm gonna go 50 all right i'm gonna go 25 i don't care if you call me man 
uh the, i'm more upset by the uh probation and parole part uh why the fuck that's coming up for a speeding yeah. ticket you know what yeah, i mean and, and, you, know, <laughs> you on a uh, probation buddy motherfucker yeah and 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 and, <laughs> and i guess the most the biggest reason why i'm fucked with is because yeah. you on the clock dog i'm you know I'm, talk to everybody the same right that's my hope talk to everybody the same hey i'm you don't gotta justify it. i you know i guess i got lower expectations of police I'm just like, oh, so they're not sticking batons up people's ass anymore. Good for them. Good for <laughs> we you done came a long way. Came up. Airbnb wants to wipe racism off of its platform. Mm-hmm. But there's one catch, guys. Okay. What's that? They can't catch them all? <clears throat> they are now, uh, they have new language that says, hey, no more, uh, no, no, no more people like, um, discriminating based on race and, gender and all that stuff um jl you ever stayed in an airbnb no no interest okay i don't you know it's hard enough for me to just stay in like somebody else's house when Mm -hmm. i know the person Mm -hmm. but like just being in a stranger's place i'm like nah i don't uh, it's weird because i know a lot of comedians use it and stuff so i didn't know if you did but uh yeah well you know they have like a race issue that's been coming up so they have been fighting against it and they have new guidelines to say hey we're gonna take discrimination seriously and you're not gonna be able to do this um and uh apparently the only catch is under the new class uh terms and conditions you can't file class action lawsuits against the company so as far as uh people using their service if they felt like hey this there's a lot of there's a trend of racism happening what is it arbitration uh let's and mm -hmm. and before you go on they put that language in there because they know it's coming like Mm -hmm. people who use the service prior to this you you still because i told you when this shit happened i said they're gonna get a fucking class action lawsuit and that's the last thing they want and you got this shit in here because you know the racism is still there and you know you're not gonna cut them all but it's your job to make your platform comfortable across the board and to me you're gonna lose even more business i wouldn't sign this why Why would i sign this well if you i mean it's probably just you can't even use our service if you don't sign it right right so, so so you're losing money from people going i'm not signing this shit because if i'm discriminated against and i come to you and i don't feel like you have accommodated me or you taking proper care of this i have no repercussions that's dumb you know what this I feel like this might be a result of there was a case I want to say maybe last year or a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and I think it was one of the big cell phone companies if I'm not mistaken either a credit card or a cell phone company and the Supreme Court basically really loosened the rules for how big companies can kind of avoid class action suits and it was like arbitration was the main way like in other words when you sign a lot of these uh user agreements you like agree to binding arbitration, which, and a lot of the time that they can eliminate class action lawsuits a lot of time because for things like if your cell phone company rips you off of like $110, why are you going to go to court and like pay costs and do mm-hmm. that unless you really want it to happen? But of course, if, if a lawyer gets a hundred thousand people together in a class action suit, right? Then that will hurt the company. So like a lot of these arbitration, I don't know if that's the, what they, what they, it wouldn't surprise me if that was what Airbnb's like kind of legal recourse was like, Hey, you agree to arbitrate this instead of, you know, a regular lawsuit or class action because 
you know, that's just another way not to be, not to be on Bernie's side for a second, but that is one of the ways that like big corporations really are like using the law to fuck the little guy. Right. Airbnb, right. Airbnb is a big, obviously a very big company. This would have been a really good issue for Bernie to take up, you know? And he could have, I mean, until race came up, then he would have been like, oh, wait, nah, I don't want to talk about that part. And B, and not one of the Bs is allowed to be black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so, uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, for me, a hundred, because you, 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 you talk about getting races off, but yet you don't want any repercussions if, if something fucked up still happens. No. All right. What about you, JL? I got 75. 75 for JL Covey. And for me, uh, I give it, mm, I give it, yeah, I give it about a hundred, because, uh, they are pledging to like, we're going to end this racism, y'all. And then on the back end, they're like, but right you're not dedicated <laughs> that's my thing you're if, not we, if we dedicated. if we don't we don't want to be sued right if, if just in case we don't clean up the racism we would think it would be a cool idea if you guys didn't sue yep. us for being racist so uh but but prob- but good faith and all that we're gonna right. we're gonna that's do why it. i only gave it a 75 because i was like that 25 isn't a good racism right, right. yeah they're not good people no <laughs> so you i mean we wouldn't gonna use you anyway but you just sent the deal that we'll never use your services oh no i'm going on there i'm trying to find Mm-mm. i'm trying to hit the jackpot see if i can sue somebody nope. i'm gonna go on there and, and just i'm only applying to houses in south carolina mississippi Mm-mm. I'm gonna take a big ass picture of me no, no, no. Kershaw. Wearing, wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Greenville. With a uh, fucking, I'm gonna put on an Afro pick, you know, Afro wig on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to get rejected as many places as possible yeah, to get my own lawsuit. And I had no show no more because I ain't going with you. I'm not, I don't say I gotta go. I'm just gonna keep getting rejected. Then I'm gonna sue. <laughs> that's, that's where the money is. The money isn't going. The money the, isn't going. The money is in the lawsuit. <laughs> All right, let's uh get to our last uh, our last game, which is a little game we like to call Guess the Race. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The game where we go around all of the world and we look for our different articles and we ask our contestant today, JL Covan of the Righteous Break Podcast, to guess race and the chat room plays along. Yeah, the chat room races. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a story coming out of, where is this at? Des Moines. A man told police he had fallen asleep in a sweltering car with his six-month-old son and uh, who died from heat exposure in the back seat mm-hmm. what yeah it was hot and he said he fell asleep and that's what the kid got you know died lance jordan williams senior 35 years old is on is in jail on child endangerment uh other authorities determined that the baby had been left in the car saturday afternoon while outside the temperature was 90 degrees oh uh. the day before father's day mm-hmm. uh based on interviews with williams and witnesses police said they believe williams actually parked his 1998 dodge caravan outside of barbershop fresh and went inside ah! the barbershop 
mm-hmm. went inside the barbershop for an extended period of time before the child was found unresponsive williams initially told police a different story according to the police board he said he parked behind the business with his son in the back seat and started to play a game on his phone while the car was turned off so he was gonna blame this shit on angry birds really Ah, 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 I got hot. I thought the baby could take it. I got in a real good game of fucking words with friends, and next thing you know, my baby was dead. The high temperature ah! Saturday afternoon was 89 degrees, but if you felt, but it felt like 97 with the heat index, according to police measurements noted in the criminal complaint. Uh, Williams said he fell asleep in the front seat, woke up at the, at the time that police read redacted from the report when he awoke william said he got out the car to use the restroom but quickly returned only a few steps away from the vehicle because he remembered the child was in the back seat his son was unresponsive he called 911 decided to drive himself to a medical center investigation had in, in identical identified inconsistencies in the statements said police sergeant paul parazek um detectives believe that he was not sleeping in the car at the time the child died other people were in the barbershop while williams was there but police believe nobody knew that the child was outside and the business was closed on monday um yeah the child likely died from overheating uh they have not released autopsy results yet um uh let's see yeah so um guess the race huh well when i heard des moines I thought white, then I heard locked in a car, I thought extra white, then I heard the barbershop was, what was the name of it? Fresh Barbershop? Uh, barber, barbershop Fresh, I believe was the name <laughs> of it. Yeah, that name! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the tough one to get past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's saying black, and I, I've lost this game before. F it, I'm going white. Alright, going white. Um... According to public data, Williams uh, received his barber license May 17th. So he's, he was a barber too. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they say. Um, starting the barbecue early black. Oh. Cocaine fried chicken is black. <laughs> Baked that little nigga even browner than he came out the womb black. Oh. Unfortunately black. An attempt to get out of child support black. happy happy juneteenth and father day on the (laughs) same time went into the barber shop to sell incense and bootleg movies (laughs) one who ironically was calling everybody in the shop son you guys ain't shit man uh the baby was better off in the gorilla cage black (laughs) damn probably has two black parents because that's the only way you can be black black oh <laughs> uh, that was uh that's an inside joke for everybody on black twitter Aww. yesterday that was ridiculous uh my stupid cousin white there's no z in the name of the barbershop uh the, <laughs> the correct answer is actually black yeah that was because you only two of y'all missed it that was terrible everybody else knew to go with the right answer which was of course black (laughs) 
the crowd got a little rowdy yeah mm-hmm. i'm sorry about that <laughs> i had i had to omit a sentence because the dude literally said uh his friend was a rising black business owner in des moines i was just like okay that just fucking might as well just tell him that it's a black <laughs> dude <laughs> oh man that's so sad man he left his kid in there to go hang out in the fucking bar he probably was in there arguing about uh steph curry versus lebron i bet he was them damn goddamn shoes so i'm just gonna go in here for a minute and then halfway he just walked in as soon as he walked in uh stephen a smith was getting his hairline pushed back a little further and he was just back in there arguing about uh (laughs) arguing about lebron versus steph curry i'm gonna need you to get outside and take care of your child (laughs) (laughs) aisha curry needs to shut up (laughs) you're such a bad person um all right and what if in an alternate universe aisha curry didn't tweet and that it was what won the series could you imagine (laughs) um how about this um a married assistant principal is charged with murdering pregnant former teacher of the year that he was having an affair with oh Mm mm-hmm that's right looks like schools in session mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> where's my rim shot <laughs> there you go uh, <laughs> uh so yeah he's a married assistant principal uh he's been charged with murder after a pregnant teacher that he was having an affair with was found dead shot dead holy shit yeah i wonder why he did it um mm. he was the baby's father robert marx was taken into custody last week after the body of his colleague and suspected lover lintel washington 40 years old was discovered in baton rouge louisiana or baton rouge as they say down there the 39 year old was uh has since been charged with first degree murder and first degree feticide oh the baby died too a first oh. degree mm-hmm. yep life begins in conception in uh, louisiana a first degree murder conviction in louisiana carries the possibility of death penalty washington a mother of one uh who was once named teacher of the year was reportedly missing last thursday morning after her three-year-old daughter darielle okay i don't know how to pronounce this d-a-r-i-l-l-l-e mm, that's interesting spelling the really <laughs> i don't even know how you pronounce it anyway was seen walking alone near her car which had blood inside of it holy shit police believe marks who worked at brookstone middle magnet academy may have been fearful of his wife finding out that he got in washington pregnant uh, and according to wafb her body was badly decomposed and she has to be identified by her dental records wow her young daughter reportedly told investigators that mr robbie hurt her mother and that she was now sleeping authorities also revealed the child was with her mother and marks when she heard a bang the toddler then stated that her mother was in the lake and that it was dark outside when she got hurt wow mm-hmm. yep left a witness and everything detective says marks then took the girl for a ride before leaving her alone in a parking lot marks was initially arrested on aggravated kidnapping and child desertion charges because watching this child was left abandoned officials with uh east baton rouge parish school system confirmed washington was the 2014-2015 teacher of the year they also confirmed that marks is the assistant principal at the same school and has been placed on administrative leave but you definitely don't want to fire him you know 
don't take a stance why would you do that uh washington's child was turned over to family members um uh, the superintendent said we are deeply saddened by the tragic loss of lintel washington her unborn baby our thoughts and prayers are with her family during this time of sadness we're grateful that now they may begin to find some closure um uh so guess the race of the principal mr robert marks 39 years old <sighs> you know this time i'm gonna say black but i have to tell you these stories feel white to me mm, okay i can understand that these are just these are the kinds of stories that i just i feel like they're <laughs> lifetime lifetime movie starring white dudes <laughs> you feel like uh this couldn't be a, a black uh principal or something i mean they black- let, do they let Black you yep. give me the goddamn respect you would damn well want yes. yourself or i will kick your black ass you are suspended sir <laughs> yes. that right now get out i was picking up a piece of trash <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i mean i feel like black <laughs> I feel like we have black people in the school system oh no 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 yeah i it's it's uh I think it's because every time I read one of these school scandal stories, it seems to be white people. Mm. Although at my school, it was actually a black math teacher. This mm. was this is going back like two years, who was having sex with his sophomore student, and he was engaged. He was like a brilliant MIT graduate, like with math skills, and he was having an affair with the student. He was black, so it's good. I th- that yes. felt like almost like the sniper. sniper story where i was like whoa black teachers do that too good for diversity man all right Uh, so i'll go i'll go black jail's going black let's take the chat room the most negritudinal of negroes another black man trying not to pay child support seems to be a thing ruth nigger black listen to too many eminem records white they all can use the equal l in the that one girl's the oh extra l in that one girl's name black uh dis uh distracted the child from the murder by teaching her Eastside high school song oh <laughs> ah! thug white miss livius levius levius i don't remember that uh white man who liked that brown sugar going white he got administrative leave mm, hmm. that's a good it's a pretty strong uh clue right there uh definitely understand going that way but uh contrary to popular opinion uh he was the head nigga in charge so he was actually black take a bow you've just rewritten the school song and now you're dead take (laughs) now come on let's get something to eat that's my favorite part when robert gilliam cusses his black ass out (laughs) he's like for you to be so hot on discipline you need to start by accepting some (laughs) <laughs> now contrary to popular opinion i am the head nigga in charge uh anyway boo for everybody to guess why oh that's what it was okay <laughs> yeah mr clark mr clark Somebody kill, come quick to my kill, kill Ray. Shot kill Ray. <laughs> they got in from the inside. Uh, <laughs> I love that goddamn movie. That's my fucking, that's my movie, man. That was my favorite movie when I was like 
like 12. Mm-hmm. I ain't that got was... to do nothing but stay black and die. I'm going to tell you how old I, well, truly how old I am. Our summer, summer camp went to the movie theater. I went to our black summer camp. We went to the movie theaters uh, to see this like live when it first came out over at the black movie theater. And everybody erupted and, and uh, clapping when he said, I ain't got to do nothing but stay black and die. Listen, this ah! thing... <laughs> this scene right here is forever. What are you doing? Sup here. Let me tell you something. The trouble with being a teenager is you don't know nothing. The problem with teenagers is you think you're smarter than people who've already been down the road you're traveling. You know what I'm trying to say to you, boy? Do you? Yes, sir. Did you tell your father I threw you out of school? Look at me, damn it! No, sir. Why not? No guts, huh? Afraid of what he's gonna say to you, aren't you? My father doesn't live with us anymore, sir. Oh, is that what you're doing now? Go around feeling sorry for yourself, boy? I love how he immediately took that dude's sob story and was like, fuck you! And yeah. fuck, fuck you he, not having a dad! He was never gonna let him have a moment. <laughs> You know, when I was, I actually for a half a second in the mid nineties had wondered if Wanye from Boys to Men was like Sam's grown up and lost some weight. <laughs> they did kind of look alike. The, he was in the little acapella group in the, you know, when they were doing the, the school song. Mm-hmm. And I remember just looking at him going, is that, is that Sam? No, I, bl- no, I, I blame, like, no, I blame the overalls. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, but yeah, I just Sam's love. Sam's to men. <laughs> I just love I how, uh, I love how Sam's, uh, Sam's, it's like, yeah, my, uh, my father doesn't live with us, sir. He's like, oh, so, so you want me to feel sorry? No, <laughs> you still ain't shit. Huh? Huh? Go on, get out of here. You're wasting my time. Please let me back. <laughs> I have to get back in school. I can't go home and tell my mom I got kicked out of school. Now, why should I let you back into my school, Sams? Because I'm going to do better, sir. How? By doing my work. What else? And staying out of trouble. What have you been thinking about all this time? Why should I believe you now? Because I changed my ways. Keep in mind, this is happening on the top of a roof of the school. Mm-hmm right this is the top of the like he took this little young dude took him all the way to the top to confront him about this shit and like that's how surreal this is this could not happen in 2016 like joe clark would be fucking he would be on the channel he would be on channel nine news by 11 o'clock doing some discipline this way (laughs) i don't believe you sams i don't think you've changed a thing go on jump no, I don't want to jump. Yes, he told him to jump off the motherfucking roof of the school. Uh, essentially, to kill himself. You do. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do what that does to you? Huh? No, sir. It kills your brain, your brain cells. cells it kills, kills your brain, brain cells. cells. Now, when you're destroying your brain cells, you're doing the same thing as killing yourself. You're just doing it slower. Stop now, I say, if you want to <laughs> do it expeditiously, <laughs> like, don't fuck around. I remember I was like 10 years old. Don't fuck around with it. Go on and do it expeditiously. <laughs> I was 10 years old, and I was just like, what the fuck is expeditiously mean? 
<laughs> oh, oh my god. Now go on and jump. Jump. No. I don't want to kill myself, sir. You're quite sure about this, are you? Yes, sir. All right, Sam, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back on my own word just this once and let you back into my school. Because you're still a baby and you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, though, I, was, I had this weird thought when I was watching this the other day. I was like, yo, what if in an alternate universe, Sam's jumps? <laughs> and it changes the course of everything that ever happened at Eastside High. Like, well, that the whole movie becomes just a a, a trial of Joe Clark. Yes, <laughs> like Joe Clark tries to clean up his presence on the roof. You know what I mean? <laughs> just Luckily, like, I brought a handkerchief <laughs> to dust off these fucking prints expeditiously. <laughs> like you know, people start noticing that he was gone. Like Mr. Darnell becomes a fucking character witness in the, for the for the fucking prosecutor. Before, by the way, Mr. Darnell became a fuck. Oh, you didn't you didn't watch Sons of Anarchy, did you? Yeah, I or did. You did. You yeah, did. Yeah. He was like in in one of the biker gangs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was like, hey, all right, good, getting some work. He was also on um fucking the one hundred. So good for Mr. Darnell. Oh man. But yeah, I just pictured like a whole fucking like case against Joe Clark. It just becomes like a murder mystery of like who killed fucking Sam's. You know what I mean? Oh, that would be so good. All right. <laughs> Last it would be thing. like a few good men, right? Like yeah. a man, he's like, you're goddamn right I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's the system that gave up on him. The system killed him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh robert gilliam and, and fucking joe clark get into it that, that'd be ah! great <laughs> joe you killed the boy you made him jump <laughs> he was already think, he was already gonna was die so i didn't think he actually could jump <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i didn't know it was that quick he got away from me damn it he was already gonna die he was smoking crack I didn't think he was a warren sap type with super athletic <laughs> oh. ability despite his girth <laughs> Where do you get the goddamn right? <laughs> There's a whole lot of goddams in that that script. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a black ass movie! Everybody go watch Lean On Me, man. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Whew! All right, last segment. What happened after Lean On Me? Say so what? Like, well, that's enough of black people helping black people. <laughs> Bring in the white actors. Get where's Belushi? He needs right? a get like him. After a, that, it was just like, all right. Uh, we're gonna send uh we're gonna send white people into the inner city for the next 20 years now get him a motorcycle get him in there give me nicole kidman (laughs) (laughs) oh that white woman that you know that's my other uh genre of movies is the impossible white woman movie because impossible white man movie is you know action movie Mm -hmm. and you can you don't have to be a white man to star in those Mm -hmm. but impossible white woman movie is like the blind side yeah uh dangerous minds yep well one white woman's love overcomes all the oppression that people would normally feel but since this white woman decided to give a fuck that increases somebody's life you know what i mean like (laughs) dangerous minds was so bad so bad although but that movie that's how you know i mean that movie exists solely for gangster's paradise exactly oh man all right last thing
<laughs> I always like the trail off of the sword fight. It's really like 15 seconds too long. But that's why, that's why it's great. No you know? way, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> sword wielding Yakuza's verdict put on hold after civ- civilians are hassled. Kokura, uh, of course in the Fukuoka, uh, prefecture, we all know this uh the verdict on a high-ranking yakuza accused of attempting to murder a man with a sword has been postponed at the citizen judges in the case reported being contacted by the defendant's acquaintance well they got an offer they couldn't refuse the acquaintance approached several of the citizen judges outside of the court after a session ended in mid-may and appeared to ask them for a ruling favorable to the defendant ask that's what he did the accused is a 40-year-old member of an organized crime gang affiliated with Kurokai, uh, which has been uh, described as the most violent Yakuza organization in Japan. The case be- being held at the Kokura branch of the Fukuoka uh, District Court has now had the date for the verdict pushed back because of fears of the deci- that the decision might be affected by the contact uh, the contract with the citizen judges. The law covering citizen judges outlaws asking for a favor or threatening the citizen judge through a direct meeting or over the phone. So y'all saying the Yakuza violated the law? What? I don't know, man. I don't feel like they would do that. I don't believe you. Uh, it is believed that the provision has never been applied until now. Uh, on April 28th, the Kokura branch chose eight citizens for the panel of judges to try the case including two alternates the opening session of the case was held may 10th in which the defendant admitted to stabbing the acquaintance with the japanese sword but denied intending to kill him at the end of the trial two days later prosecutors asked for an eight-year sentence and the case was adjourned to await a verdict which was to be handed down may 16th when the citizen judges and foreign court officials that they had been approached the decision was made may 13th to annul the date for the verdict on December 2012, Kurukai became the only j- gang in Japan to be designated as an especially dangerous syndicate. Mm, that's that's pretty bad. Under the citizen judge's law, cases can be heard by professional judges alone if there is a possibility that the citizen judge or their family would be endangered if they took part in the case. <clears throat> there have been five cases in the past that the Kukura branch involved defendants uh, belonging to gang affiliate, affiliated with the Kurukai uh that have been exempted from the citizen judge system because of concerns that the life and property of the citizen judges might be threatened if they participated so yeah man apparently this sword shit is so deep you hmm. got the fucking yakuza involved and they're they're fucking with the jury basically the people who decide the case yeah scaring people to death i know i just hope you know somebody fucking gets in their ear and lets them know how bad this is you know oh really get to that yakuza and be like you are breaking the laws of god <laughs> uh all right god <laughs> i just made him old and jewish i told you you're breaking the laws of god <laughs> yeah white after labor day oj <laughs> You are breaking the laws of God. Uh, make sure you guys check out JL Covan, mm-hmm. um, and his show coming up, uh, this Friday in New York City. New York City. Yeah, get those City. tickets. The, you know, advanced sales help me. So, and it makes you committed. JLCovan.com. 
Yeah, or jlcomedy.com or standingroomlic.com. Ten bucks, Chris Lambert's opening, two different shows, 8 and 10 p.m., so either one works. Um, and my episode of my podcast, Righteous Prick Tomorrow, uh, me and Brandon Collins uh, going all in on uh, on OJ. Brand and, uh, new moment of Dane. Yes, there will be a moment of Dane. Um, I guess and uh, check out the YouTube channel if you're not, you know, if you're not a New York or area person, you know, just check out the website, check out the YouTube channel, a lot of good stuff. So. Look, he won't say it, but uh, I will, man. His Trump and Bernie are uh, light years ahead of everybody else doing it. So, like, even if it's like people you see on TV and shit, uh, I put JL's Trump uh, and Bernie mm-hmm. up against all that shit. Uh, especially the trump the trump is ridiculous mm-hmm. i haven't seen a better one yet like and nope. i you know i watch like the night sh- you know what believe me let me tell you <laughs> the new the new video i put up okay these are they're really terrible people out there telling me that you know my videos they're not just great they're the greatest uh what i just said made absolutely no sense but it sounded <laughs> like trump so i guess that's okay uh new video i congratulate the cleveland cavaliers it's up on jl's youtube channel i congratulate the big three kevin love timofey mozgov matthew della Vidova. <laughs> great Aww. white players who carried the Cavs to the title watch it give it a like share it unbelievable let's make youtube great again will you be considering tia tila tequila uh tila tequila for your uh vice president you know what i she's good you know I've met her before, lovely lady, really sharp, okay, really sharp girl, very smart, okay? People think she was on reality TV. I was on reality TV. I'm a great guy. I'm very smart. I'm probably the smartest person you've ever met. (laughs) Tequila Tequila, really sharp girl, gives great head, really the total package, okay? Really the total package when it comes to women, okay? So she's definitely on the short list for VP candidates, if not, you know, she might be my chief of chief of my staff, if you know what I mean. Okay, that's a little joke about me. Very, very, don't believe little Marco, okay? It's an impressive, impressive piece I have. How else could I purchase a beautiful wife from Eastern Europe if I didn't have the necessary equipment? She came over here. If you ever see The Wire Season 2, my wife came over in one of those shipping containers. That's where I got her from. She's a great, great woman. She'll make a great first lady whenever... You know, believe me, whenever we have negotiations with foreign countries and their presidents don't want to deal with me, Melania will service them to get the deal done. <laughs> you do make great deals. <laughs> so make sure you, you guys go out Friday and uh, check out JL, man, and listen to the podcast and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, support, our, support our sponsors, adamandeve.com, code TBGWT um we'll be back uh i don't know when we'll be live again we gotta find a new place to do these live yeah, uh, there's a bunch of yeah. everyone's giving us all these suggestions and stuff but we really need to go through and see what works uh, and what doesn't work for us yeah but we'll let you guys know uh but we'll be back tomorrow with another show uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>